so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. You've got style. Blue skies. Plane path, plane. Maybe you're doing dry frosted mini weeds. Oh, I love dry frosted mini weeds. Uh, it's a bun snack. No sugar or, 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 or strawberry. I know, I love them. I get the blueberry ones too. Mm hmm. I like the blueberry ones. They're very good. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, these are nice. Okay. One, two. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2019. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. And we just watched Season 7, Episode 24, Rose Portrait of a Woman, Part 2, which aired on May 2nd, 1992, and is the dramatic conclusion dun, dun, dun. to Part 1. I forget. Can you imagine if they treated this like a Law and Order SVU episode? Well, that means Rose would have been sexually assaulted. Wow. Which she was at one point, so maybe they should By have treated dentist. the dentist one that way. That would have been good. Should we, we tell everybody what we put in our mouths right before we started recording? <laughs> well, okay. I'm hungry, and but I'm going. I have a dinner meeting tonight, so I can't really eat a lot. So I and I don't have a lot of snack on. So I have these frost these mini frosted mini wheats, and and Carrie was like those dry. No milk in them. And I'm like, well, they're fun snacks. They're like little wheat cookies. And then you were like, are you ready to record? And we each put one in our <laughs> mouth. And they're the loudest, crunchiest things. <laughs> and they take <laughs> a while to get through. They do. There they are do. layers. Yes. They, well, I mean, because there's there's layers of wheat, like the commercial. You yeah. know, you break it apart and there's like four layers of wheat there. It's just funny that you came in and you sat down on the couch and you just opened your hand onto the top <laughs> of your laptop with like six strawberry it's mini wheats. Frosted mini wheats. It's all I have. <laughs> In the world. <laughs> oh, God. I dare you to eat them. The, I dare you to eat all of those while we're recording. I'll find a way. <laughs> I'll find a way. Um, I forget. <laughs> On the other two-parter episodes. Which one? There have been other two-parters. There's been a bunch. Do they ever? Do they usually do on the last episode of the Golden Girls? Yeah, well, I think because I think it's how Hulu works. So we watch this on Hulu, guys. Even though we do have the DVD, I think it would be interesting to look at the DVD and see if the DVD does that. I think Hulu does that because Hulu is using a like um, syndicated version of the Golden Girls. They're mm-hmm. not using like the DVD version. Sure. So that makes me wonder if maybe... Like this is how it would have aired. This is how like yeah. ABC would air it or something. Like if ABC was airing reruns or something. Right. So yeah, I think... Because I mean, they separate it by episode, whereas on the DVD, I think it's probably one episode. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. It was just interesting that they did that whole dramatic recap. But then what was funny was, so it's like, you know, last it was like last time on the Golden Girls... And then it's like all dramatic, all dramatic. And it's like your friend Rose went into cardiac arrest. And they're like, oh! and then the da, na, 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 yeah. music kicks in. And I was like, whoa. I know. I know. It's so dramatic. <laughs> it was like, ah. <laughs> and it was like showing a hospital. And I was like, damn. I mean, they had to milk it because they, we were left last episode mm-hmm. not knowing if Rose was going to live or die. 
Um, we know she's going to live because she has a spinoff coming soon called The Golden Palace uh, with Rue McClanahan and Estelle Getty. I have to wonder, had they already started promoting The Golden Palace when this episode aired? So everybody was like, well, I, I mean, think she's, so. She's, because, she's not going to die. I mean, if you think about it, like, <laughs> I mean, when do they announce the new season? I mean, yeah. Well, they would have announced it at this point because this is, this is what, April, when did it air? April? In May. In May. It's May. Oh. So that means the new season's going to start in September. So they they may have... Here's the thing. They would have at least announced that they were making the pilot. Exactly. They may not have announced that this, it had been picked up to series yet, if entertainment news well, still NBC works the same way. Well, NBC didn't pick it up to series. Um, but, and they also had that final interview. Remember, there's that interview on YouTube. I think it was Entertainment Tonight or mm-hmm. something that did a long interview about... B. Arthur being like, time to go. And then you have like Brew McClanahan, Betty White doing a side by side interview being like, we didn't want to go. <laughs> and I think, they, I think they talk about the Golden Palace during that interview. So oh, okay. I, think, I think it was announced. Okay. Because so, this was a big, I mean, this still was a huge ratings hit for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they didn't want it so to they end wanted for to, sure. Yeah. Um, I know <laughs> in the last episode, we were talking about how crappy the nurse was mm-hmm. because she's just like, ah, oh, yeah, your friend is is probably dying and then walked out of the room. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, of course. Um, and then, so then the, the, the women follow the nurse out. It's sort of picked up right where we left off. And sh- the nurse is like, only family can see her now. Oh, she's she in, is so mean. I mean, you know, she's in pre-op. Don't worry. Your friend's in stable condition. And then at some point she goes, I said family only. And it's like, Ooh. you know what it made me think of not to get like super real, but it made me think of like when, gay people couldn't visit their partners in hospitals like during especially during the height of the AIDS epidemic Mm -hmm. like it really made me think about like the non-traditional family and how awesome this show was in celebrating Mm -hmm. you know the non-nuclear non-traditional family types and archetypes and 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 how this show is so indicative and which is probably why it's so endearing to so many different Mm -hmm. groups of people but specifically I mean it's known for being like such a gay hit like with gay people because it it represented a different kind of family. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's a really good point. I just made it sweet, you y'all. You made it sweet. I'm going to put a mini wheat in my mouth yes. and be sweeter. <laughs> so the nurse is like, I said family only. And then Dorothy's like, listen. And I was like, oh, she's about to have a chronic fatigue uh, syndrome confrontation moment. Where are the cue cards? Um. So Dorothy tries. She was like, let us see her. The nurse is like, no. And then Sophia's like, I'm going to try. And she goes, I'm her long lost Swedish mother. She's like, you're her long lost Swedish mother. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you betcha sure. (laughs) Which in the last episode, she was trying to pretend to be somebody else by speaking a single Spanish word. (laughs) See, which is all the Spanish I know. Michael sits here and like talks to his sisters in Spanish, mm -hmm. like really fast and stuff. And I'm like. Yo, Kiro, Taco Bell. Oh. Chuko, Mango, Chupa, Lupa. Do you know how to say hello and goodbye? And- Hola. Yeah. Bonus nochas. Yeah. Close. Close. Um, El Gardenino. So then, Blanche, so then Blanche goes up to the nurse, and she's like, I'm going to quote from the Bible. 
And then the next like few minutes of this episode, I was like, is Blanche having a stroke? Mm-hmm. Because she's like, I'm going to quote from the Bible. And if I, I Googled all these things as we were watching it, because I was like, people are laughing. This Whatever she's saying has to be a, a yeah. real thing. Yeah. But she goes like, neither snow nor rain nor heat, something, something. Anyway, it was the, she was, she was um, saying the, uh, it was the, um, the what's it called? I'm having a, now. I'm having a stroke. Um, it was a motto of the U.S. Postal Service. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. So that's what she was saying. Um, uh, that just shows then, you how poor the postal service is now that we didn't recognize. That yeah, much. and then Sophia says something like, "Oh, the only thing that's been in more hotel rooms, uh, the Bible, and like, and Blanche can't even quote it because she's a slut and she's in hotel rooms a lot." I'm having a stroke, and then, <laughs> and then she goes. Um, and then I didn't write down when she said it, but I think it's when they're still in the waiting room, maybe. And she's like, from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. And I was like, what the fuck is that? It's Where's a, Tripoli? It's a Marines hymn. Oh, it's a Marines hymn? It's a Marines hymn. Well, that just shows um, you she does like Fleet Week. Tripoli is in Lebanon. Oh. I did Google it. I didn't know. Wow. Um, no shame in my uh, lack of world geography. I had a guy hit me up on Grinder once who was from Lebanon when I was in Israel. He's like, I live in Lebanon. And I was like, it's never going to work. Because oh. I don't live there. Tripoli. 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 Um, then, oh, this may, this broke my heart. Then Sophia tells a story about um, when Sal was sick her and Dorothy would visit the maternity ward mm-hmm. um, or that uh, Dorothy would always go up to like the maternity ward and like, I guess, try to cheer themselves up down. with the babies. And she said the night Sal died, Dorothy like left and Sophia found her up in the maternity ward and there was a newborn in the bassinet. And Sophia's like, that baby must have been born right when Sal died. And then the she said the baby's last name was in the window and it was Rheingold, which was Sal's favorite beer. And then they start singing the, I, I also Googled it. It's like a real, um, it's a real commercial jingle slogan. for Rheingold beer. Um, and they're all singing it. And this is right when Kirsten arrives, um, who's not played by the first actor that played Kirsten when Sophia made those god-awful food logs. Um, oh, yeah, because she looked like Ellen Barkin. Yes. This Kirsten does not look like Ellen Right. Barkin. So this Kirsten is played by a very famous actor named yeah. Jessica Lundy, who works a ton. She's all over the place. Very, yeah. But she should have played Dorothy's daughter. She looks like Dorothy. Yeah. She's very she's, large. Yeah. She's, she's tall. Did, yeah, she was tall. Um, so, yeah. So Kirsten shows up. Um, Kirsten is not happy. Not, not, oh. And granted, she's upset. Her mother's in the hospital. Also, where are the rest of her children? Like, it's, why is this one the only one that shows up? Well, my issue with her, I understand she's super stressed out. Um, you know, the women are reminiscing about Rose and how, you know, Rose once turned Mary Had a Little Lamb into a musical. And Dorothy's singing, I am the wolf boom, the big bad wolf boom boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a real thing. I don't think so because it sounds like Rose made it up. And um, and Kirsten <laughs> keeps, like, shitting on them for for trying to lighten the mood. But then Kirsten says, she's like, ever since she moved in with you, I don't know what her life is like, but... It's like she just moved in. They, well, they also said Kirsten lives an hour away. So it's like, what do you mean? Like, you never visit your mother. Yeah. You're like, ever since she moved in with you, 
uh, you know, I don't know what her life is like. It's like they've never stopped you from seeing her. And the doctor said you live an hour away. I don't like Kirsten. I don't like her judgment. I don't like any of it. And then she said, she goes like, I, you know, I don't even know who my mother is anymore. One time I came over and I saw you guys in the driveway. You're getting into the car. You were dressed like a lamb. You were dressed in a petticoat. You're getting into the car with a giant dog. Dorothy I, goes, wolf. I was a wolf. <laughs> I loved it. She was so offended. It reminds me of like when she goes, men love my, my cupcakes. cupcakes. I mean, yeah. it's just so serious. It was the intensity yes. of, yeah, it was a Dorothy. Yeah, you're right. You're spot on. I love it. I um, love it. I know. I was just like, Kirsten, just get out of my face. Um, so then the doctor comes out and is like, uh, Rose needs to have a triple bypass surgery. Well, first he asks if the family, if this with the family's here. Or no, wait. He asks, is like, are you family or something? And then mm-hmm. the Kirsten goes, no, they're not. Mm-hmm. Bitch. I know. I mean, I'm sorry. You might be traumatized, but you're a bitch. Yeah. It's upsetting. I mean, you're not a bitch. You're just stressed. I get it. But I'm that way too. visit your mother more. Visit your mother more. That's all you need to do. It's not so, hard. It's an hour away. Then. Take um, a cab. Then there's a. So then Kirsten goes to see Rose and she's just been sedated. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. It looks like she's hooked up to an IV drip. I have been hooked up to an IV drip where you're going under anesthesia. And I, you, I mean, they tell you to count down from 30. That's how quickly you get knocked out. Is there such thing as a, they. A slow they, drip? A, like a slow sedation where you don't go no. under for Only like in five minutes. World. Okay. When I was put under, I was really concerned about pooping during the operation. Mm. That was a big concern of mine. And I kept asking doctors and nurses because I didn't want to poop on anyone or myself. And um, no one can answer me. Like, no one gave me a proper answer. I was if like, you did or if you would. Yeah, like, uh, uh, when I'm asleep, Emma, because I, had, I, I hadn't done it beforehand, and I was worried, like, what if, you know, and then no one gave me any proper answer, and the guy was just like, if it happens, you won't even know it. And I'm like, that doesn't, that's not going to make me, because I'm going to wake up and I'm going to see the judgy eyes. The yeah, judgy eyes. That's not your concern. I'm going to be that guy yeah. who pooped on the, the bed or whatever. Yeah. And then they put me under, and then when I came to, there was, like, a British woman, a nurse, near me and I thought I was like in England or something. I and literally she, I literally get panicked for a moment thinking like did did, did we lose a war? Am I <laughs> And then she leaned in really close and she went, You shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my but my buddy Brian, um he he leaned I can't believe he's never been on this podcast. He leaned over and he uh he was like, You done good girl. That's You've great. done good. And I was like, I'm in America. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. But roses, roses, I mean, I don't care that it's not realistic because I will say one thing that is very rare for this show that is realistic is that they took off most of Rose's makeup. Yeah. Which they never really do. Mm-hmm. Like She was in, so when she first gets admitted in the part one, she's full makeup because she's wearing her like fuchsia lipstick. Of course. This is like, no, this is like part two of three where mm-hmm. she's like, very light. I feel like they've got a bit of teeny, teeny yeah. bit of blush, a little bit of gloss. Yeah. But then when we see her later and oh she God, is unconscious, she is they took a makeup wipe to her face mm-hmm. and it is like, they were feels like, real. Nah, this is now LA law. Yeah. And it la was la. just like, la la, just rip it off. But no, when she, this is literally one of my favorite moments ever. I don't know why I loved this when I was a kid. I thought this was the funniest mm-hmm. bit ever. She like is laying on the bed 
And she's telling Kirsten, like, give your mommy a kiss, like, whatever, say goodbye. And then she's like, Kirsten, lean in a little bit closer, a little bit closer. And she's about to be wheeled off. Live from New York, it's Saturday night, yeah. which is so funny. Yeah, it was really funny. It's so stupid, and but then it's she goes, so funny. Wow, this stuff really packs a wall up. <laughs> um, How much of that stuff did you give her? Yeah. Um, yeah, there are a lot of sweet moments in the scene where she's like, Kirsten, where are the girls? And she's like, oh, ma, they couldn't make it. She was like, no, not your girls, my girls. And she's like, oh, they're out in the waiting room. Um, and then there's a part where she says, um, where Kirsten's like, you know, I, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want anything to happen to you. And she was like, Rose is like, don't worry, sweetheart. I'll be around a long time. And I felt like that was like Betty White. We're like, yeah, Betty White, you are going to be around a long time. She is. Um, she just had a birthday. She did, yeah, she just turned 97. Oh, Betty. Um, so the only thing about this scene, because, you know, she's like, come on, Kirsten, kiss mommy goodbye. To me, it was like it fell a little flat because it's so weird to have an emotional scene between Rose and A, a character we've only met once, but B, an actor who we were meeting now for the first time yeah. that we don't really have an emotional connection to. Well, but regardless, I mean, we know Rose and we know Rose is a very loving mother and person. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the person that she's being loving to is kind of not important. What's important here is that Rose is the type of person who is, has the wherewithal, the wisdom, I should say, to know I should tell my daughter I love her now. Mm -hmm. Like, I should have this moment because yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Which is like, even though Rose is naive and like sort of dim-witted, she's smart enough to know that this is a serious surgery. Oh yeah, of course. And it's just sweet. I, it doesn't, I don't, I don't think it matters that like, you know, we don't know the, the actress. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. And like, I understand... Again, it, it, I'm still able to connect with the sort of mother-daughter emotional aspect of it. It's mm -hmm. just like... It is off-putting, though. For for that scene, it's like this is a character that we have no real emotional connection to, really. You know, it just mm -hmm. would... If, if it was... If this were a scene between her and, you know, the girls... Um, but I understand it, it, it then plays to this whole, what like, family What if they would have brought Ellen Barkin dynamics. in to be the daughter? That would have been great. Wouldn't that have been great? That would have been great. That would have been so great. Um... So Rose is wheeled off to surgery back in the waiting room. Um, Meanwhile, in the waiting in room. In the waiting room. There's a great joke where Sophia's like, my hiney's asleep. And Dorothy <laughs> goes, fine, we'll keep our voices down. Um, and then Blanche is very upset. And Blanche oh. says that when her mom died, she didn't get to say goodbye to her. And she goes, and now I won't get to say goodbye to Rose. And it's, and they're like, No. And then Janet shows up, and I was like, <laughs> wait, right. Wait. And they're like, no. No, I just didn't write down what they said. I can't write everything down. No, it is funny, though. Like, for me, like, why would they be assuming that she was going to die? Like, why do they need to say goodbye? You know what I mean? Well, like, because, they, you know, because, yeah, what if they didn't get to say goodbye to her? Yeah. You know, it's just like. It's, it's the power of goodbye. Yeah. It's a Madonna song <laughs> from the Ray of Light album. Oh. Yeah. It's different from the one that goes like, say goodbye, this night is, is over, this masquerade is getting older, look around. Oh. I know the whole song. Is that it's from was, Take a Bow. Yes. Yeah. Take a Bow, which was on A League of Bedtime Their Own. Bedtime Stories. No. No. Uh, that's two years earlier. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. God, guys. What was Can the you believe song in this A League lady? of Their Own? Um, this used to be my playground. Oh, that's right. Which this actually did not appear on the soundtrack. It appeared on some Olympics soundtrack. Oh, maybe they just mixed them up. I think they just didn't get 
I don't know why it just didn't appear on the soundtrack. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's on an amazing album, <clears throat> though. Something to remember: her 1995 compilation of ballads. Oh my God, you are a walking, talking I am Madonna a huge encyclopedia Madonna fan. Yes. Um. So uh, Janet shows up with Sarah, who has yes. to go to the bathroom. And that's I have it. to go to the bathroom. And that concludes their story, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it really does. Well, they come back, back at the end. Well, right, but they're just there. They're just they're not they're saying just anything. There. It's like, welcome home, Rose. Which also, like, after you... Oh, well, we'll, we'll get, get to there. that. So Kirsten walks out, and she's like, they brought her out her surgery. She doesn't look so good. The doctor says the next few hours are going to be crucial. And it's just, like, such a bummer, and it's weighing everybody down. And then Kirsten starts freaking out because she's like, even if she lives, she may need a lot of physical therapy, and her insurance doesn't cover it. And I don't know what we're going to do. And then Blanche is like, well, I'll tell you what, Rose is going to be just fine because, you know, I'll mortgage the house. And yeah. she's like, you would do that for her? And it's like... Isn't that all of their decisions? Because don't they each own to tell part of the house? I think they do. But yeah, I don't know how that would work. I don't know if the mortgage would technically still be in her... I don't really know how that kind of stuff works. Yeah, true. True. Um, this was such a sweet moment. It is sweet, though, because it is true that these women were like... It's like, I love, I love Dorothy's line where she's like, it's sort of an extra insurance policy, yeah, which they, is really mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah. And yeah. it's like... And it, it just must be so nice to know that, you know, you are a woman of a certain age, your kids are grown, and even if, um, you know, even if something happens to you and you're, you know, you don't want to have to burden your children, that you know that you have, like, these other women who are going to be here for you. It's just, it's just very, very sweet. Yeah. And it's just, it just goes to show, um, you know, just after seven seasons of this show, the bond that these four characters and these women had, it like I, I didn't question for a minute that Blanche would not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I knew that like Blanche yeah. would one hundred percent mortgage her house. This if that is happened. like the real Blanche. Like the whole like religion stuff in this episode. I think this is when she peels back the layers and she reveals her true self. Like. Her kind self, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. like, I'll just mow into the house. That's what houses yeah. are for. Yeah. And then um, Kirsten's like, I'm a bad daughter. And they're like, no, you're not. And Which then, under their breath, they're like, you yeah. lived an hour away for seven um, years. Yeah. And then there's a great joke where um, Sophia's like, no, you're not. Sometimes mothers and daughters drift apart. It happened with me and Dorothy. <laughs> Dorothy goes, I put her away. <laughs> and Sophia goes, she sure did. Um, it's funny. And then the doctor comes out and, um, Rose, uh, is out of surgery mm-hmm. and they all want to see her. And Kirsten says, I think my mother needs to be with her family now. All oh. of her family. Oh, cue the heartstrings. And then this is where they go into Rose's room, and this is phase three of yes. the Betty White makeup removal. I mean, she has something on. Like I she, don't know. I think she does. She I definitely don't has know. something on. I, maybe moisturizer. No, I think she probably has like a like a light foundation or maybe some powder or something. She definitely has powder on because they probably made her look extra pale. Oh, you're right. Maybe they did gray her up a bit. She looked yeah. gray. Yeah, like because I mean, she it was lives, upsetting. She lives in Los Angeles. She's got sun. She's I was like, wait, Rose or? But I guess she lives in Betty Miami. White. So yes, they Betty both White lives in Los do. Angeles. Yeah. How can you tell the difference between a heat wave and a hot flash? How? That's the line from the Golden Girls. When Dorothy's like, we live in Miami. How oh, can I tell the yeah. I was thinking of when, in the part one, we didn't talk about it, where um, Rose is like, 
They're like, how do you tell the difference between a slut and a yearbook? And Rose is giving them all very funny answers. <laughs> and they're like, it's not a riddle. And she's like, well, it should be. I'm giving you great answers. <laughs> what was one? It was like, you're not, you're not ashamed to take a yearbook home to your parents. You can have a yearbook on the coffee table. <laughs> they were good. I was like, go Rose. You're about to uh, have an episode. Um, You're about so, to die. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So they go in, and uh, and again, she looks gray. She looks bad. She looks and, real bad. And Dorothy's like, um, it's okay. Nobody looks good after surgery. And Sophia goes, tell that to Cher. <laughs> and then, I and I really liked this, where it was like, they're not just doing jokes for the sake of jokes, because Dorothy's like, hey, Ma, don't joke. And Sophia's like, no, no, Rose can hear us. If we act like it's over, then she will too. Which is so true, which mm-hmm. is why I was like, why do they even have to say goodbye? It's not over. You just keep living like you're living. Mm-hmm. Well, if you do go say goodbye, you could sort of like, Veil it as a um, you, you go like I'll see you soon. I'll see you later. Not goodbye, kid. but like I'll see you in a little while because yeah. you're gonna live. It's sweet. <laughs> yeah. And then Sophia does like a lot of running jokes. She's like, "Y'all must done with that bed. Blanche wants it." Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny. Wow. And then, um, and then one of Blanche the Blanche goes, oh, "Just where is Rose now? What's where going on with Rose? She? Where is Rose where now?" Is she? And then it goes to a place in the unit in the Golden Girls lexicon that is just strange and weird and and absurd and you know someone had to talk B. Arthur into this, this for hours. This is what they call in television a jump the shark moment yeah. where the show no longer ceases to be good. It has jumped the shark. It comes from on happy days when Arthur Fonzarelli was um, uh, what's that skiing on the water? What's mm. that called? Jet ski? No, not jet ski. Water skiing. (laughs) Skiing on the water. He's water skiing. I don't do sports. He's water skiing, and he literally jumps over a shark, and they say that's when the happy days started getting real bad. That's why it's called Jump the Shark. For anybody who doesn't know, probably most of you know. It's just so interesting to see a show jump the shark in its second to last episode. I mean, it's just so... It's funny. It's funny, but at the same time, it's just so random. It's so absurd. I mean, I I love it still, but I'm also like, this is a very serious episode, and I get that this is a funny moment, but mm-hmm. like, this is absurd. It's so absurd. Yeah. I also have so many questions about the logistics of these heads. Yeah, I put know. Put them there. I mean, How I, the I want to hear the conversation someone had to have to get... B. Arthur to sit on her fucking knees I know. and put her head through I a know. table. Yeah, I I wrote down Emmy winning actors, underline, 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 bold. Yeah. They yeah. asked these television legends. Multiple Emmy winning actors. To get on their knees under a table and they couldn't move much. And they were limited to acting with their on faces. On a plate of clear jello. Yeah. Shaking clear jello. Yeah. I can't. Where? Guys, Michael is home. Say hi, Michael. 
Hi. Hi. <laughs> we needed you in the first episode, in the last episode of the podcast, because we couldn't figure out the something of an outfit, what yeah. something was called we'll on Blanche. We'll ask you later. We'll figure it out. Um, and they go, uh, we look like a reunion of Henry VIII's wives. Which ah! was funny. I mean, it was this was funny. It was a funny bit, but it was just... Uh, weird. Anyway, it was just it. It it jumped the shark for me again. They wake the up show, the and literally finale is amazing. But l- they wake up and all the heads no. are like, ah, oh yes, ah, yes. Ah. <laughs> they yell we're heads. Yeah, multiple times. So then they're like, well, how did you die, Blanche? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was ninety two. Ninety two. She met a cute tennis instructor. He was sponging off her back in the bathtub, <laughs> and she goes, my final words were. Thank you, baby. Glub, 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 glub. <laughs> which, when we watched that, I literally, in the moment, was like, glub, glub, glub. Which is it. so great. I mean, I love that Blanche went out getting some D. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, at 92, good for her. And then they asked Dorothy, and then she's like, Dorothy, how did you die? And she goes, you know that sign at the gorilla cage at the zoo? <laughs> Do not lean over the fence. They mean it. They mean it. I thought they were going to go in another direction with the joke. I thought they were going to go like, you know that sign at the gorilla cage at the zoo? Do not lean over the fence. And they were going to go, oh, and she was going to go, uh, like, there. I, I went during a rainstorm and lightning struck and then fell on me and killed me. <laughs> like, I thought that's where they were. I was like, oh, they're going to do a clever joke. And I was like, oh, no, it's just a, it's a very straightforward joke. Yeah. And then this is the one part of the scene I really appreciated. Sophia shows up and she uh, she's dressed in like sort of these um, she's like a shirt that has like almost like Jackson Pollock paint splotches on it. Very colorful well, no, with like not a vesty even. thing. It was like early 90s, like the types of shirts you get in Florida when you go on vacation and they mm-hmm. like squirt spray, neon like, spray shit on you. Yeah, and like and puff paint and stuff. Puff paint, yeah. But the Very thing strange. I like, because they go, wait a minute, Sophia, because they think that she's dead. Yeah. Um, but she shows up and they're like, wait a minute. Wait, how are you still alive? She goes, no, I died. I had my head frozen. And Blanche <laughs> goes, but how did you get a body so fast? And she goes, you didn't tip the guy? If <laughs> you notice. She, she go, I'm sorry, sorry, what? Oh, her posture. What's interesting, like, so I re, you realize watching this scene when Estelle Getty comes in, how much she how much of the posture that she creates for Sophia is artificial because you here you have her strolling in the way she puts her hand on her hip. I was like, Oh, this is just Estelle Getty. We're watching. I mean, the walk she has is still very Sophia. Let's be real. She was an old lady. Like she, she, she didn't know she came in. She's normally hunched over. She's normally hunched over. You're right. But she, she was, her walk was a little weird. Oh, I thought it was the hand on the hip thing. I mean, she definitely was doing a whole thing where like she was putting her hand out and being very valid. Girl-esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, She's like, the new thing now is a 20-year-old body with a 80-year-old head, or whatever the line yeah, was. Yeah, the, the, the in thing now is new bodies and old heads. <laughs> they're like, hey, and you can just see it. And B. Arthur's like, I don't, I don't want to. And they're like, B, just... Give us one take. Be, you're already in a plate of Jello. Be just while you're down there. Just give us one. Uh, just give us one. And she's like, "Fine." I bet B. Arthur at the end where she was like, "Fine, I'll do it, but I'm not wearing shoes." Yeah, <laughs> like that's fine. You'll be under the table. Um, they How had, did they fit them under the table? I don't know. There's a chance that that was like a custom. That was a, it was a oh, custom I'm sure. table. I'm sure. for, you know, so it was probably yeah. bigger than the regular table. And then it's funny because then Rose is like apologizing. 
She's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And that's how we come out of the dream sequence. But I also like to think it was like the writer saying it to the women. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry we're doing I'm this to sorry. you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And you were there and you were there. <laughs> yeah. They've it's done very that. Wizard of Oz. They've done that before with Rose, right? Yeah. Where she, oh, it's when she's it's having the, the fever dream when she doesn't yeah, know if she's, she's going to marry, marry Dr. Jonathan. Uh-huh. You, you don't need to gesture with your hand. I know, <laughs> I know his hat, I mean height. Dr. Jonathan Newman. Um, and then Rose wakes up. Yeah. And it's really sweet. And she basically says how all the girls died. That yeah. And, you know, that, that Blanche was 92 and having sex and Sophia was still alive or whatever. And, and Dorothy, and you Dorothy, met a man who couldn't, couldn't keep, keep his, his hands, hands off, off of you, you. Which is really funny. Mm. It's a funny little bit. Yeah. yeah, she was ripped to shreds by a gorilla in case anybody didn't <laughs> know based on the inference in the last scene. Um, yes. And then, um, and then they're back at home and there's like a big welcome home rose Which, sign. Okay, again, I, there's so many things I question here because, I mean, they, they definitely say like the throwing a surprise party for Rose when she's getting home to the hospital. You probably shouldn't do that with someone who just had open heart surgery. Shouldn't yell surprise. Yeah, exactly. Good idea. Good idea. But how much time has passed? Because she... I mean, uh, nowadays people are in hospital for like maybe a week for open heart surgery. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the way the insurance industry works right now, probably less. And so, but she's still going to be recovering. I mean, the, Kirsten said it herself that she'll need physical therapy and she'll need all these things. So, you know, Sophia or, or Rose comes walking in and they're hugging her like it's like, you know, nothing's ever happened. Yeah. When in reality, she has a massive scar on her chest. Yeah. That's an open wound currently. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they should have. They should have just treated her a little bit with hand goes like, oh, you I, don't don't, hug, I know. I don't want to hug you because you have an open wound. You did that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. She just had open heart surgery. Yeah. Um, I did think it was sweet when they were like, we shouldn't yell. And then she comes in and they go, surprise. And she goes, for who? And Blanche <laughs> goes, for you. And she's like, oh. I know. It's that, it's it's so that childlike sweet. joy that comes out of Rose, it's which is so adorable. It's the same face she made after she shoved Daisy out and grabbed Fernando and slammed the door so and turned good. around. So good. Um, also, Life's not Janet's there. there, little kiddo. Janet and Sarah are there. Got no lines. Got no reason to be there. They're just. Kirsten's there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kirsten's there. She brings Rose home. But I'm like, Janet's there. She finally there. shows up living an hour away. Yeah. They just don't have anything for I just don't understand why they had that yeah Janet storyline there was no purpose no None. purpose to it except it was like you know when in the last episode when she got a little religious and Janet was like oh I don't know if I like this new side of you I mean I, like, they could have even done so a callback weird. if they would have done the plumber thing with Blanche they could have even done a callback for the plumber coming out of the, the kitchen being like and I, I kept my promise and I get my plumber you know what I mean like yeah. they could have had something to like end even Blanche being religious did they even end that no, no. they just kind of dropped it because yeah you're right and we talked about this in the last episode it would have been funny if uh, Blanche has made a, God, a promise to God that she's not going to have sex again. Yes. This is huge for Blanche. Huge. 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 And instead of that being the thing that we're following with Blanche, which I think would have, like we said in the last episode, added a bit, added a lot more comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it would have been great as a button for Blanche to be like, you know what? I fe-, it should be like, Rose, how are you feeling? Rose would be like, 
I'm feeling great. She's like, oh, good. And like has a man waiting for her in the bedroom. Do you really, really want it? Yeah. Like that would have been a great way to button that up. But yeah, you it was really, just. really wants it. So it was just. It was awkward. Eh. Yeah. Um, I also love when Rose comes in. It's such a small thing. But when Sophia goes over to see her, she goes, welcome back, baby. And she yeah. calls her baby. I know. Well, it's funny, though, because she walks in. Rose walks in and Sophia had just dropped a fork or something. And she has her head sort of above the counter, so it looks like she has mm-hmm. her head, her body cut off, yeah. and it's just her head. And Rose goes, ah! <laughs> and Sophia's like, what? what? I dropped a knife. And then, like, yeah, all day, and it's sweet. It's just so sweet. Yeah. But and also, that's... like, Rose, your heart. <laughs> and now, let's, okay, so I'm sure you're probably stressed from open heart surgery, but how about this? Let's open a hotel on the beach. I know. <laughs> let's do that. Also, I'm moving out. <laughs> I'm going to get married in the next episode and leave this franchise and the millions of dollars that comes with it. I wonder how much money they were making per episode by the seventh season. I mean, I don't know, but they probably were making a lot. I mean, they weren't making like millions of dollars, clearly, because that wasn't. I mean, they probably were overall the season. Right. But uh, they didn't do a million an episode until they cast their friends. Yeah, I know. I don't know what the rate would be. I'm going to Google. Keep talking. I mean, if the rate for the cast of friends. By the second season was like hundreds of thousands of dollars. You would imagine then that their rate probably would be in a similar range. You know what I mean? I don't know if we're going to be able to get this information. Well, we know that B. Arthur made enough money in her life to leave a million some dollars to a gay homeless shelter Mm. in New York City. That just goes to show you she had some money. I even think her home sold for like 12 million or something. Yeah, that lines up. Yeah. Um, she had money. She also has, and also, like, all those residuals, like, they were rolling in it. They're still rolling in it. Those estates, get the keeps on giving. Yeah, I don't know. Um, at some point in 2017, somebody published an article saying that Betty White's uh, net worth was $45 million. Makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. I'll take 500 of it. 500 million or just $500? Dollars. Great, because 500 million is more than 45 million. But you knew that. Mm. And I knew that. Yeah, I did. I didn't, like, figure it out while I was saying it out loud. Not at all. Um, and that was the episode. Yeah. What? How are we at for running time? Do we need to stretch this out? No, we're out? good. We're are good. We? Yeah, we're doing well. We're the, we have a four in front of that number? It's going to be a four very soon. Okay, great. Yes. What is your golden takeaway for well, part two? My golden takeaway for part two is, um, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm just going to say it again because it's a part, it's a very good thing. Guys, I think, first off, we should not be buried. We should be cremated in some way um, <laughs> because it's just a waste of space if you're buried. Like, why do you keep needing that? Also, too, someday mudslides, everyone's seen Waterworld. The world's going to become sort of water and people are going to float to the top and all those dead bodies are going to be floating in that water when other people are trying to survive on water. And it's gross. It's just gross. So just, like, burn yourself when you die. Or not yourself, but, like, have someone burn you, like, have a professional burn you. And then you can take my advice and put your ashes in a little keychain etch-a-sketch so that family and friends can play with you for years to come until they have to burn themselves. That's a really great golden takeaway. Thank you. I've thought a lot about that. Um, my golden takeaway is um, when we were watching the women with their heads on the platters, we, we still didn't talk about this. Who put those heads there? 
On the platters? Yeah. Not in the within the show. Also, it's like, Miami. So how cold was that house being kept then to who, maintain that who ice? Replace it? Who gets paid to replace the ice? I mean... I bet at that point they probably... Do you think Sophia's doing it? Well, yes. I think Sophia... I think you can assume that Sophia's probably likely maintaining the house and stuff. Right. So Sophia... But it's irresponsible to put the heads out on the kitchen table unless the kitchen... Unless... I mean, that means the kitchen has to be at what? Like at least 30-some degrees? At least. Yeah. What's the... What's the... Hey, Siri? Wasn't it 32? What's... Hey, Siri? You you say that with a lisp. What's... No, I don't. What's the... uh, What temperature does water freeze at? The melting point of water is 32 degrees Fahrenheit. 32? I had it! Yeah. Yes, I'm so fucking smart! (laughs) So, I'm so sorry if I activated Siri on any of your... But it should only do my voice. Oh, like when you're watching the commercials and then Alexa pops (gasps) up? Oh, no. (laughs) Go away. Never mind. Fuck you. (laughs) So, wait. Even if I say her name, it'll go on? Yeah. That's the flaw. Although, I guess for the phones, it's supposed to be personal to you. Is it? Yeah, because if Matt says... So mine didn't say, I mean, yeah. if Stan... <gasps> you revealed his identity! Oh, no! I guess I revealed oh, mine. No. I've, I've revealed oh, Michael he's going to have to go into witness protection like Samuel Plankmaker. What have I done? <gasps> oh, no. Oh, man. Guys. Oh, seven seasons, and I didn't say it once. The cover's blown. Anyway. famous. If Stan says... If Stan says... I don't want to activate her. So if he says H-E-Y-S-I-R-I by my phone, it doesn't do anything. She only answers to me. Wait, why did you spell that out? Because I didn't want to say it and have her go, yeah. Because I legit had to think about that in my head for a second. (laughs) You know the freezing temperature of water, but you don't know how to spell two very simple words. No. One that you use every day. But those aren't two simple words that someone just spells out. You don't, you you spell out like, oh, you know they're going to have S-E-X. Like, you spell out those kind of words, not H-E-Y-S-I-R-I. You just did it. I know, but that's weird. I'm (laughs) illustrating how weird it is. Guys, is it weird? Let us know in the comments. Uh, Um, Okay, so I want to go back to um, just the logistics of the heads. Okay, so... Sophia is the first one who is unfrozen, gets a body, right? Yes. She goes to the cryogenic storage freezer somewhere yes. in Miami, pays the whatever fee to get them released. Tips the guy. Tips the guy again, hopefully, yeah. you know, now that she has her body, brings the heads home. Like a 20% thing, maybe? Puts them on platters with yeah. ice. Great. So Sophia is responsible for the maintenance. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I can wrap my head around yeah. that. And but, she would be good because she was a, a like a, a nurse like volunteer. She volunteered at the hospital. So she'd be good at this. It's a good yeah. job for her. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Great. I'm on board. Yay. Me too. Um, oh, but now I've forgotten what my golden takeaway was. Oh, mm. that I haven't had jello in a while. And that oh, maybe really? but is is there like whale bone or the animal bones? There's in? horse. It's a uh, horse hooves. It's, it's gelatin. Gelatin. Yeah. Are you Do vegan make... now? Or as no. my mom says, vegan. <laughs> Are you vegan now? Are you vegan? Vegan. That's like a vegan. Are you in the movie person. Contact? What's Vega? that? Oh, Vega. <laughs> yeah. Um, Suzanne <gasps> Vega. She was a singer. They should have sent a poet. Is that what someone says when they die? That's what Jodie Foster contact. says. When she's flying down into the universe or mm-hmm. this world, this other planet where the mm-hmm. aliens are, and she's just like floating down, like in fetal position, and then Jodie Foster's like, I remember the face that like coming in and out. Yeah, yeah. Of she the has blurry. this like Jim yeah. Malone in her. Yeah, and then she, as she's floating down to the beach, she's like, it's just so beautiful. There's just no words. 
They sh they should have sent a poet. They should have sent a poet. Oh, they're wait, come out here. They're Michael's Michael's correcting alive. you from know. the other room. You have one more frosted mini wheat to eat, by I the know, way. I know, I've been I was saving it. It's like uh, you said I couldn't eat them all oh, okay. and I ate them all. Yeah. I'm saving the last one Great. for a callback crunch to it earlier. Oh, I'm so sorry I ruined it. You ruined um, it. Oh yeah. Okay, so if I can find jello that has gelatin I think you made can from at like Whole Foods, you can find like a weird jello that that's is made bacon. up of like the the water that comes in like a chickpea can or something. Yeah. Okay. But you can have it. You can also just do the Mexican way and put um what is what do you put in it, Michael? In jello? How do you make vegan jello? No, he doesn't do vegan. Oh. You put the eggnog. Eggnog and jello together and you drink it. Or no, you eat it with a spoon or something. But that's still using the Jello packet. Yeah, I'm off being vegan. Oh, okay. So we're just <laughs> your suggestions are not helpful, is what you're saying. No, no, not at all. Anyway, I would anyway, like yes, to have it was, non I wonder. Hoof. I wonder if anyone ate that Jello. I wonder if that Jello was sweet that they were sitting in. I don't think it was actually Jello. I think it was some kind of like silicone. I think it was Jello. I don't know. They wouldn't have put the women. I know they asked them to put their heads through a thing under a table. It looks like Jello. It looks like Jello, but you can get that effect with like silicone. I'm eating my frosted mayo. Go ahead, crunch it. You should have given them more warning. People are like, "Oh dear God!" Um, <laughs> Driving their cars. If you had an accident, I don't know. Oh, one more question about blame. Jello. In it, do you find you said they have horse hooves, but do they have horse urine? <laughs> <laughs> it's made with horse urine. It's made with I'm not kidding. Horse urine. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, what a gem that if woman was. If you know was. what that's from or if you don't know what that's from, Ugh. I'm shocked you're listening to this podcast and you need to go and you need to Google B Arthur Premarin. 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 Um Pita, whatever. So yeah, Jello. Um yeah. And that was this week's episode. Fun times. It's the it's the third to last. So guys, the next episode that you're going to hear, I know in the actual show, let's not the tell next them. episode. Let's not tell them. Oh, we, we're not going to tell. No, okay. let's make it a surprise. Okay. No, the teasing is so okay. much more fun. Okay. It's going to be, guys, it's the next episode is not going to be the last episode of the Golden Girls going to hear. It's not the last episode of the podcast. Surprises are in store. Just sit back and wait. Ooh, it's like, it's like, it's like a cliffhanger. It's yeah. like a, it's like, will Rose live or die? Yeah, Who shot exactly. JR? Yes. Will Oprah? Yeah. Nothing about Oprah, All but it's stuff. a cliffhanger. Yeah, cliffhanger. Uh, Will Joey and Rachel get together? Oh, dear God. I hated that. Same, actually. Uh, but yeah, fun times. Yeah, good times. Yeah. What? Have we plugged the podcast yet? Oh. <laughs> guys, I'm having a brain fart. That's fine. We'll do it again. Guys, we'll you, guys full disclosure, the <laughs> recording stopped. We had to edit it back in. It's weird. It's weird. Or some both carries all like, should we just, should we just pick? HLM was so like, I'll we, make it seamless. And I was like, okay, I'm going to find a way to ruin it though. I'm just going to tell the truth. So if we plug the podcast before, you're going to get it again. Go to outlandlanai.com <laughs> for everything. You can follow me at HLM Scott on everything. And you can listen to my other podcast. You're making it worse on Starburns Audio. Oh, yeah, because I said I had a podcast called You're Making It Work. Uh-huh. I work, don't know work, if I already work. said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just re-saying. Cheers. Anyway.
Anyway, um, guys, I am Squid Eat Squid on Twitter. I am Squidzy on Instagram. Everybody, please, please, please watch Schooled on ABC Wednesday nights at 8.30 after the Goldbergs. If you're a Goldbergs fan, watch it because we're going to have some crossovers. We're going to have some characters from the Goldbergs. Mm -hmm. If you went to high school in the 90s, watch it. If you're a teacher, watch it. If you grew up going to school loving your teachers, watch it. If you're a a human-breathing person, watch it. If you're an animal, watch it. If you're a gnome, watch it. Don't be ridiculous Um, now. Yeah, it's a show that um, that really celebrates how amazing teachers are. I feel like mm-hmm. there are a lot of shows out there about teachers and about teachers like hating their jobs and 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 they're been teachers being sleeping with students, funny that way, getting well, students pregnant or yeah. pre- what. I well, mean, I don't know that show, but I'm sure a, it exists. Yeah, sure. Uh, did it happen? No, she... Mary Kayla Turner, that's who you're thinking of. She got pregnant. Was yeah. she a teacher? Yes. Oh, yes, yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They were married for a long time. Yeah, I think they were. That's a happy story. Yeah. You that's should do not that story. what Schooled is about. <laughs> However, my uh, maybe by the time this airs, we'll be coming up on my episode, um, which was a really fun one. And yeah, there's so much 90s pop culture fun stuff in it. Exciting. And so yeah, we're not going anywhere. No. So many things. Ugh, yeah. What a fun episode. So great. And guys, remember, as always, stay, stay golden. golden and watch Schooled on ABC. ABC Wednesdays. I was at my